Hi, I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and today we're looking at powerful public speaking. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're teaching one-on-one, one-on-few, maybe you're, you're a keynoter and you're presenting to an audience of 400, 1,000, 2,000, just it doesn't matter the size because the reality is public speaking is public speaking. Now, you might ask, well, what what is included then? It could be an executive seminar. It could be even your politicians, right, that get up and present in front of the camera and those kinds of things. It is truly just a form of communication in front of other people where maybe you're doing the teaching or the inspiring or something like that. So today we're going to look at six powerful presenting tips that are going to just make you awesome really quick. And I love these because it's something you can start working on right away. Not something that, you know, is just ethereal and you have to think about it. And it's just six real quick um, steps for you to be a powerful presenter and overcome some of those faults that could be out there. So we're going to put it into the positive today. So number one, have a clear purpose and make sure your audience knows what that purpose is. If you give the what's in it for them and they understand that, the power of that, then it becomes far more meaningful if if you have that clear purpose. If you know what the purpose is and then they know what the purpose is, kind of on the same page, that's a great place to start. Now, another thing I see when I watch presentations and I give feedback, I really love it when there's clear organization and leadership in that presentation. So I know where we're going. It's not that I know everything about that per, you know, person's presentation, but when I see that it's going to go A, B, C and make sense, I'm not jumping around from A to C to D to B and so on. When there's a clear path, even if you get there in a very creative way, just having that organization and making sure that you're just really confident in what you're presenting. Number three, information. Okay, you need just the right amount of information. If you are live face-to-face and you have one hour, you have to break that up bit by bit so that you have these chunks of five-minute, 10-minute, 20-minute pieces. If you're online and your normal presentation would be an hour, it may only be half the amount of time because it's virtual. And so again, making sure you don't have too much information. So don't use the exact presentation that you're using face-to-face for online. It's gonna look a little bit different. Maybe you'll have you know, 30 PowerPoints in an online version where um, if face-to-face you might have 10 or something like that. The next one, number four, support your ideas, concepts, and your information. So know where you're getting your statistics from, your data from. We always want to make sure that it is something that's been really researched, uh, not debunked, and that it's up to date, as up to date as you can get. So if you've been telling uh, a story that has statistics and data from 1971, you may want to go back out there and see if some more current research is there to support what you're presenting on. Uh, number five, of course, we want to have a, a just a great voice and not be sloppy with our speech. Have articulation, verbalize things well, use words that are you. I remember one time I, I got up to present and I mimicked my mentor, and she was, she was so good. She had amazing stories, and I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, I just want to be like her. She's amazing. And so I did what she did, but it wasn't me. 
And it honestly took me probably a good year before I figured out who I was when it came to presenting. What was my voice? And I want to challenge you. Who do you look up to? You can take part of that, but then really take time to think through who am I as a presenter? Watch lots of different presenters. Let's listen to lots of different podcasts and you'll find your voice within those and really take the time to sit back and think about your voice, your speech, using words that are you. I'm not going to go and use a lot of surplus words and words that I wouldn't normally use, right? Just to sound smart. Instead, use language that is you. And then our sixth is make sure you're really looking at real needs versus perceived needs when you're presenting. So what I mean by that is a real need is what the audience wants to walk away with and actually be able to use immediately. And sales, that might be three steps to overcome, you know, objections, something like that. Versus perceived need. Maybe people think that they really need to just learn how to close a sale. Well, guess what? We need to really hit home what the real need is, but then also touch base on what the perceived need is. If we don't touch base on the perceived need, they think, well, you didn't give me what I said I needed in that survey. So that's what we mean by real versus perceived needs. I'm Becky Pike Fluth with the Bob Pike Group. Thank you for listening in on this creative training technique tip, and we'll see you next Friday.